This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. So I'm on the phone today with Hannah Crum. She's the president of the trade association Kombucha Brewers International. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? Hey, Ian. I'm great. Thanks for taking the time to uh, get on the phone with uh, Booch News today. And I wanted to talk with you, especially here at the beginning of February, because KBI, or Kombucha Brewers International, is uh, sponsoring what is called World Kombucha Day on February 21st. Is that right? That is. Um, we are really excited to, that this is our inaugural World Kombucha Day. I have to admit, this idea, like a lot of um, the ideas that uh, we end up making, and we, of course, is myself and my husband, Alex Ligori. He's uh, the co-founder of KBI and also chairman of the board. But he developed this concept of World Kombucha Day back um, right before our book, the big book of kombucha, was going to launch in 2016. So our book was published, our our book birthday is uh, is uh, women, International Women's Day, March uh, 8th. Uh, of 2016 and so he conceived of this idea to start a World Kombucha Day as a way to promote the book. Well, long story short, we were <laughs> overwhelmed with everything else we were doing and didn't have a chance to launch it, but um, this has become the perfect vehicle through KBI to share our love of kombucha globally with everybody, including the producers, the consumers, and just you know anyone who really enjoys the culture of kombucha. Right, which I know is an awful lot of people, myself included. Uh, kombucha is great. But the date is, uh, what's the significance of choosing February 21st, 221, for the uh, celebration? That's exactly right. 221 BC is this um, mythological, legendary origin date for kombucha. So, um, you know, when I first started my blog, Kombucha Camp, back in 07, I was researching kombucha information on the web, and it just some of these stories would come up again and again and again. And so one of them is that um, the Qin Dynasty founder, the Emperor Qin Shi Huangdi, who united all of China, was also um, tasked his royal chemists to develop a product that would help him live a longer life. And some of those ancient names for kombucha, like the tea of immortality, the tea of long life, sort of um, allude to those types of benefits. And so uh, we believe, mythologically, that uh, kombucha was started in 221 BC. So um, that date then translates to February 21st on the calendar. Okay, so it's somewhat similar to uh, 420 being another date that uh, has significance for other people. Exactly right. You know, we all have the stories and legends that uh, make give our products life. And just like human beings, we may never know the actual origins of kombucha, though we have lots of great theories. And so everybody loves a good story. Why not share this story of kombucha, which has endured for so many years, and, um, and, and get people together to celebrate it. And in the Northern Hemisphere, at least, this is happening during a cold time of the year. And, you know, many people might think, oh, well, kombucha is a cold beverage. Beverage. I would normally consume this when it's warmer out, but because it um, often can help support a healthy immune system, right now is a perfect time to be drinking kombucha, helping to boost your immune system. And, you know, honestly, of course, you and I will agree, Ian, uh, as we're also homebrewers, uh, that every day is a great day to drink kombucha. 
Yeah, it certainly is, but there's nothing wrong with having a special day. So can you share some of the things you know will be happening on that day? Presumably uh, individual uh, kombucha commercial companies will be doing things, but what have you heard about so far? Yeah, so we know there will be definitely some events going on. Um, we've encouraged all of the different producers, whether you're a KBI member or not, to if you have a tap room, to just invite people into your space and offer them special deals on your kombucha. Many of the commercial manufacturers will be offering BOGOs or buy one, get one uh, opportunities to help uh, you know spread the kombucha love far and wide. Um, we'll also hope to see lots of people on social media posting pictures of their SCOBYs, of, of their finished kombucha and you know just all of the different ways that we like to share about our culture online so I expect there to be a really fun our hashtag is world kombucha day um, we also have a website worldkombuchaday.com where you can find out how you might get more involved as well but we're really excited to see um, what that what that or outpouring will look like on Instagram and Facebook and all the other social channels that people use to share their love of kombucha. Yeah, that's great. So worldkombuchaday.com is up and running now. If people wanted to go there today, they could they could find preliminary information. But it sounds like I know it's a good time, to, you know, we all like deals. And what you're saying is you expect some of the companies, some of the large companies even, to offer uh, some kind of uh, maybe discount or two-for-one, uh, which you'd need to know about. It's no good figuring it out in March and you've missed it. So it's something people should start keeping an eye out for now, I guess. Exactly right. And then, of course, this is an annual celebration. And so even if you're listening to this after the first Kombucha Day, World Kombucha Day has launched, don't worry, more celebrations are coming. And I already have a really exciting um, promotion for next year, but we'll wait until next year to share about that. So, Hannah, what are some of the cultural implications of kombucha in general? Absolutely. Well, just I wanted to share some of the sort of cultural values of kombucha because uh, culture here, of course, is a double entendre in that culture is what we call the fermentation culture, our SCOBY, which is symbiotic culture bacteria and yeast. We put that into our sweet tea. It inoculates it and ferments it into the kombucha, but also culture in the sense of the culture, the community that we create together. And so some of the many lessons that I've learned from kombucha, um, first of all, being symbiosis, right? That we, we are interconnected, um, whether that's the, the insects, the, the bees, the butterflies, if we're talking about animals and aquatic life, if we're talking about trees and the mycelium and all of the different ways in which um, as creatures of this planet, we are completely connected. And then we go down to that microbial level through the bacteria themselves, which um, I think of as sort of our ESP. You know, there's um, Kombucha Camp's motto is trust your gut. And what that really means is, is about putting healthy bacteria into your body. And so kombucha is uh, it's a gateway. It's not an end point, right? It's a, it's a way to get introduced to fermented foods in a living form that help to diversify your microbiome, something we've heard a lot about in the last decade, and that we still don't know much about. But what we do know is that diversity is the key to having a healthier outcome when it comes to living your life. And so fermented foods is one way we do that. Another way is social interaction. So hugging, 
kissing on the cheek um, like they do in Europe or sharing out of each other's glasses or interacting with pets and other animals. These are all ways in which we exchange trace amounts of bacteria that our body is then able to, you know, some are good and some are bad, but assuming a healthy immune system, your body is able to take that information in. And that's actually what programs our immune system is taking on bacteria from different places, allowing our immune system to naturally generate whatever antibodies we need. And that makes us stronger. So we think of that as our bacteria force field. And there's been interesting research that shows there is, in fact, a microbial cloud that surrounds our body. So if you've ever read the Peanuts cartoon and saw Pigpen, that little cloud of dirt around him, <laughs> while our microbial cloud may not be visible, it's still there. And so um, the reason I call those bacteria and this force field our ESP is because we don't fully understand how bacteria communicate. And so sometimes when you meet someone, right, like, you barely know each other, but you feel like you've known each other forever. Other times you meet someone, you feel like, whoa, I'm not getting the right vibes. And in our minds, we can go back and think about, you know, specific signs or ways they said something. But when it comes to that gut reaction, that gut feeling, your gut instinct, I truly believe it's the collective intelligence of the microorganisms in your system giving you information and sort of that snap format so that you're able to make assessments that protect yourself or that allow you to create new alliances based on based on those connections. So um, look, my theories may be proven in this lifetime or like Einstein, they may be proven in another <laughs> lifetime. Um, and, and who knows, but I think what's really fun is that the culture of kombucha really is about diversity. It's about inclusivity. It's about, um, you know, freedom of expression, which is really what bacteria are all about. Well, that's great. So what you're saying is really kombucha day, February 21st. We're not just talking at a commercial level, buy a couple of bottles, but it's celebration of diversity and of our sort of connectedness uh, on this planet. Quite a inspiring viewpoint that you just shared there. Well, and I think that, you know, we get caught up with sort of capitalism and socialism and all these different terms. It's a very politically tumultuous time all over the world in different ways. And what we forget is community. You know, we need to come together. We're all human beings. And that means we share a lot of the same uh, common needs. And while we might have specific differences about, you know, X, Y, or Z, the problem is with um, social media is we feel we've been given permission to be our nastiest selves because we're not actually face to face with those people. And that has sort of eroded this uh, fabric of human connection. And so really what we think of, um, it, it, this connection with kombucha is, first of all, the nutrients and trace amounts um, are high quality. And so a lot of times we have these trace amounts of B vitamins, and what do they do? They make you feel good. And when you feel good, you tend to um, act nicer to people than when you don't feel as good. And so I truly see that part of the issue, at least here in the United States and anywhere that's consuming, you know, a GMO heavy, a pesticide heavy, a toxin heavy diet is a lot of inflammation, a lot of autoimmune disease. And I'm really excited at KombuchaCon this year, we'll have the follow-up study to one we heard last year about how um, consuming kombucha actually has a very immediate effect on reducing stress markers in the body. So I like to say drink kombucha and keep calm because you have to drink the kombucha in order to reduce the stress and that's what's going to help you feel calm. So the more right. that people are 
connecting with their local brewer, connecting with their local community, connecting with local home brewers, sharing fermented foods, and um, and all of this is this is what's going to help us come back to remembering who we are, and that is we are all creatures of this planet, and we're all here to support each other in that symbiosis. So you mentioned Kombucha Con. Um, people might not know what that is. That's not anything to do with February 21st. Is that, that's a KBI or Kombucha Bros International event. Is that right? That is, yeah. So um, when Alex and I founded KBI in 2014 with 40 member companies, we started with our event KombuchaCon. And so the very first time, you know, we connected as an organization was at KombuchaCon. So this is where all of our brewery members and our affiliates come together. We talk about topics specific to the commercial brewing industry. So, you know, whether that's techniques and how to, this year we have a really great program with social media and how to you know get your brand out there we also have as I mentioned or alluded to some science talks and things like that plus we have an amazing trade show so when you're looking for vendors you need equipment you need tea suppliers all of those folks are in one place and because we're still a fairly small industry it's it's really fascinating because people will often compare us to the craft beer industry 30 years ago where they remember that sort of foundational energy of people coming together around a new industry and that's really what our event is about it's um, creating that community bringing producers from around the world you know, there's no other event like this um, and and just talking about our industry from that higher level so KombuchaCon is really fun, and this year we're adding Kombucha Carnival, which is our consumer-facing event. So after we're done with the commercial side of it, we're then going to open it up to consumers and invite them to come and try a bunch of different kombuchas that they may have never heard of or, or had access to, including hard kombucha, and you know whether it's big national brands or it's smaller brands. Um, we're really excited, again, to just share the culture of kombucha with everybody from consumer to professional brewer. Okay. And that kombucha carnival then opens the public is down in uh, Long Beach, California at the beginning of April, I believe. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. So we are um, in Long Beach this year. And uh, so be on the lookout for tickets for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you love kombucha, it's going to be great for you. You get your little sample glass, you go around, you try the different kombuchas. If you want to try the hard kombuchas, that's in our VIP section. You can come and enjoy the, you know, the booch crafts and the, um, you know, Unity Living Vibrations or uh, everyone else who makes those types of products will be there. So we're really excited to open that up to everybody to just have this fun um, experience of so many different types of kombucha. Well, that's great, Hannah. It's very inspiring. And, and again, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you, Ian. I'll look forward to seeing you online celebrating World Kombucha Day. I'll be there. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.